0: man really um exactly the type of game we anticipated um got a really good defense, man got a hostile environment um they had a young quarterback, and so we knew they were going to do some things to minimize his exposure to our defensive unit. They weren't going to take a lot of risk, and so we had to get stops the traditional way and so was a lot of those things um you know, we just came up a player too short um but that happens, man that's what happens when when you're competing in this league and on days like today. Um, and so we own that. Uh, we compliment them for doing enough to win. Uh, we'll go back to the lab and, and continue to work. But really, I just thought that's how the game unfolded. Man, I had a real good feel of it. We had a real good feel of it. Um, we knew what had to happen, um, just not enough of it for us. Um, the communication on defense, like we talked about all week, was a little bit challenging early on. Um, they were able to get some points. We settled down and smoothed that out. Um, We weren't able to get enough big plays on offense uh, for the field positioning component and and thus the points component of it, Um, because that's what you got to do when you play against a great defense in their venue. You're not going to drive the ball, you know, 15-play drives and things like that. You need some chunks to comprise those scoring drives, and we knew that. We worked toward that. We just didn't connect on enough of them. And so um, we'll learn from this. Um, We'll do so while absorbing the L because that's what you do in this thing. And we'll be back. Um, Elijah Riley had a high ankle. Um, we have some other bumps and bruises associated with play. Um, I'll give you more details on that the next time we're together.
1: It's a new season, baby. Still is for seven podcasts. You already know what it is, man. Gang, gang, you already know what it is, man. It's still the gang. It's a gang. It's the gang. You already know
0: what it is for that Super
1: Bowl yeah Still is for seven yeah we about to go get it still a gang we win it go down in the trenches yeah we ain't trying to kick it like drake we do it for the sixes then we can kick it yeah this our division the other 3 go miss come on let's get it yeah this our division Super Bowl let's win it still is for seven yeah we about to go get it still a gang we win it go down in the trenches yeah we ain't trying to kick it like drake we do it for the sixes then we can kick it yeah this our division the other 3 Go miss it. Come on, let's get it. Yeah, this our division. Super Bowl, let's <laughs> win it. Stiller Nation, what's going on? It's your man Kev Easy here, man. The Pittsburgh Steelers took a L to the Cleveland Browns 13 to 10. This game was very disappointing because the Browns try to give us the game plenty times. The Steelers offense had plenty times to win this game. You've seen the effort. You've seen the effort from Jalen Warren. Probably the best rushing day for a Steeler running back in maybe two years. You know? And, you know, y'all can challenge that. Who knows, man? But Jalen Warren had a great game, but it's like he couldn't get help, man. Jalen Warren had more yards than our quarterback, Kenny Pickett, in this game. Dorian Thompson-Robinson had more yards, or DTRs, what they call them. He had more yards than Kenny Pickett. Now, Kenny Pickett didn't turn the ball over. But my question is, is that good enough? My answer to that automatically is no. No. Not at all. Not good enough. Kenny Pickett went 15-28. to 28. For 106 yards. His average carry. Oh, man. That's how bad it was. I'm about to say average carry. His average passing, like, it was 3.8. Sacked three times. QBR 34. Like, it, it was disgusting, man. It was disgusting, man. Because Kenny had a lot of opportunities to hit guys that were open. But he just wasn't. He just wasn't doing it um the offense is really 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 it's like a ticking time bomb right now and you can see it's in the last minute you're starting to see players you know naji harris and a couple other guys they just kind of like yo you know deontay on twitter or x excuse me you know like it's some guys are getting pissed off about this offense man and you don't know if it's directed towards the coach or directed towards the quarterback at this point because – and I have to hold myself accountable when I do these podcasts, man, especially the preview because sometimes I'll be trying to talk myself up and I'll be – let my biasness just, like, kind of really take over when I do these matchups and comparisons. Really, I shouldn't really pick Kenny Pickett over any of the quarterbacks we played this year, you know? Outside of this guy, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. DTR is what they call him. You know? But Kenny got outplayed. Even though DTR threw that interception, he played better than Kenny. You know? And it's crazy because Kenny has a better, he has a better QBR, but that's only because DTR threw the pick. If he didn't throw the pick, he would have a higher QBR than Kenny Pickett. The Steelers' defense did, uh, uh, I would like to say, a good job with the rushing attack from the Browns. Uh, But it just wasn't getting off. Like, like the defense was trying – defense was doing anything, man. That first – that first drive, I don't know what happened that first drive, man. Um i know joey porter jr he was amari cooper was showing giving him the business man you know and i can't even be mad at it because it was bound to happen and it was going to be a receiver that a lot of people probably won't give credit to but someone that's nice like amari cooper is nice you know but you know, he was kind of giving it the Joey Porter Jr. in the beginning. I feel like Joey Porter Jr. got a little better as the game got, um, especially the second half, because Amari Cooper only ended with four catches, 34 yards. But it was Elijah Moore that was kind of in um, David Joku, who literally could have had about 12, 13 catches. He just dropped a lot, you know, and I really don't want to come at our defense too crazy because it was just like, you guys are, like, almost set up. Not set up to fail, but you're not set up properly. Like, big shout out to Landon Roberts, man, him holding it down. He ended up having 15 tackles, two tackles for loss. You know, like, he really held it down in the middle, man. And salute to Trent Thompson. And um, let me see. Who Who else? Even Sheldon Sullivan, because he ended up getting an interception. But shout out to Trent Thompson, man. His first game. He ended up having six tackles, man. Two pass deflections. Um definitely needed that from, from him. Definitely needed that from him. Um It's. This game was This game was bad. It was very, very bad. I'm not gonna lie. Um Presley-Harvin, the roller coaster started to go down again this week. He had a couple bad punts, only averaging 39. He punted nine times to the Browns eight times. You know, that tells you how bad this game was offensively, both sides. But, you know, Presley-Harvin only averaging 39 yards a punted out. That, that is crazy. Granted, four of them was in the 20, but, you know, a couple that them, a couple of them wasn't, you know. So, man, definitely could have used him to be perfect yesterday. Felt like that the offense would have eventually got a better, you know, a better opportunity. But, man, this offense, and it's crazy because we get Pat Fryer moved back, Pat Frymuth was only targeted one time. Darnell Washington was targeted only one time. And Connor Hayward didn't even get a catch. I mean, excuse me, he didn't even get a target. He wasn't using the middle of the field, man. George Pickens had six targets, four catches for 38 yards. He was wide open a few times. Allen Robinson, I feel like we should be using him so much better than what he's been being used, especially if we're not going to give the ball to the tight ends use Allen Robinson, man. Deontay Johnson having eight targets, you know, and just, it just wasn't there, man. Like, and I really can't blame the receivers too hard because it's like, dude, Kenny was not good. He was not good. Kenny, to be honest, like yesterday, I felt like we would have had a better chance for Landry Jones yesterday to win that game. Honestly. Now, I can't even go and say this. I feel like Mason Rudolph would have won this game. I don't know what's going on with Mason Rudolph where he don't even get a shot. But, dude, I don't know. It's probably because Mason probably be calling his own plays sometimes. Because if you notice, when Mason be up in there, he'll throw them deep ones sometimes. And he'll probably be getting in trouble for that. So he probably on the third, but he probably did say something crazy in that Brown game a couple years ago. And you know he was forever, forever backup. But I don't know, man. Kenny, Kenny can run, but he's not a burner. He's not gonna give you a forty yard touchdown unless you know he get some good blocking. I'm talking about down the field blocking. Um. His deep ball is in question. We don't know. We don't really know. And then it's like, you want to go hard on Kenny Pauls. Like you want to like, you want to fry him up and rightfully so. I won't even be mad if you do. I won't even be mad if you do. But man, we don't know how he'll really be in a better system. Like, Matt Canada, as far as play calling, hasn't been terrible since the bye. But just the type of plays we have is sorry. You know, when you look at our pass charts from game to game, it's always left, right. It's all outs and occasionally a a fade. But like you look at that pass chart, you're like, yo, dude, what is this? This This is like a drill. Our offense, our passing offense look like a passing drill, and they're pa- they're using outs, like you throw the out, you feel me, to the right, you throw an out to the left. It look like a drill. It don't look like an offense, man. When you look at other teams' passing charts, it's all over the place. You know, some of them is not, some of them more than others, but you see it, man. Look at other teams, like, yo, know, when the Steelers lost yesterday, I normally will watch, like, keep watching football, you know? I wouldn't be done with football for the day, but I was done with football for the day after this. because It was like, yo, this is the second rookie quarterback the Steelers lost to this year. This year. Like, you understand how crazy it is because we're so used to rookie quarterbacks having a nightmare against the Steelers. But our offense is so bad because they still having nightmares against the Steelers, but as our offense is so bad, they have so many reps. They have so many tries, so many tries. We're not turning the ball over, but you might as well call them three and outs turnovers, man. Like just the last, our last offensive possession it was terrible, man. It looked like nobody was on the same page, and I noticed on defense. I can give defense a little bit of um, of a pass. Just a little bit, just a pin pass. But you know, cause they looked like they was out of position too, and I just think it's poor coaching on that. I think it's poor coaching on that, cause you have to understand, we lost most of our communicators. You know, Eleanor, like I said, Eleanor Roberts stepped up, so he held it down. But I'm talking about as far as the DBs, like, yo, we don't have Minka out there. There's nobody else. You have You have to lean on the coach. You have to lean on the coach to put someone in that position. And we lost Ke- uh, Keanu Neal. He didn't play. So it's like, yo, you have to put these guys in position. The coach going to have to coach harder and, you know, make things easier for the, the next up guys. And I don't feel like Terrell Austin is doing that. I don't feel like he's doing that. Matt Canada. I feel like the more weapons we have, the worse the offense get. It's crazy when we don't have Pat Fryer move. Last week we move that ball. The week before we move that ball. But when we add talent, like I like, it always makes me go back to this one. Moment when he's when they asked him about Terrell Austin last year, or something like that, and before uh, Calvin Austin, excuse me, before Calvin Austin got hurt, they asked Matt Canada was like, "Yo, uh, how can you use them?" And Matt Canada was like, "I don't know how I can use them." Was like, "Yo, what, what, like that?" Had everybody saying, "What the, what, what did he say?" What, did, huh? Like, I don't like, and, and then. When you watch him, you watch him on the sidelines and stuff like that. Yeah, he on the sidelines, but you notice that the offensive coordinators, they you can see their face. You can see them up in, like front and center when they call in their plays. The camera shows them. Matt Canada is like in the back. He in the back calling plays. You know what I'm saying? Or he's way on the side. like You know what I'm saying? Kind of like hiding and whatnot. And you know, I kind of picked that up since he first got down there, but it, it was kind of like uh, third time at third. I won't say third times a charm, but just the third time of seeing that, it's like, yo, man, like we can't, we can't have that, we can't have that. Like, show your chest, bro. Like, call these plays with your chest, man. Like, see, watch the game. How about that? or listen to the players or just keep it real with Kenny man. Like, you know, it was a little clip of Matt Cannon talking to Kenny and Kenny turns his head. You know, you don't know if Kenny was trying to hear him like, huh? Eh? Or, you know, he was just frustrated with him. I'm like, yo, I I need to see them argue. I need them. Sorry. Like if I see them are like, if I see them argue on the sideline, Coach Tomlin, you know, breaks it up and whatnot, I know we our offense going about to go in the right direction. But these guys ain't even arguing, man. At least not in front of the cameras. We don't know what's happening in the locker room, but all I know is it don't sound too good from the locker room, man. And I think if we don't respond next week, it's gonna get worse. These are one of them games. Yeah, we lost. We had a little streak going two weeks. But this loss is like, ah, man, all right, you got to get to it. we not as good as you think we are or we think we are, you know. But, man, I just don't understand it, man. I don't understand it. Maybe Kenny understands and would like to elaborate on that, man. <laughs> but I'm going to take a quick break and I'm going to come back and then we're going to break this down a little bit more. What's
2: we'll just open about? Kenny, right, right now, what, what's missing uh, specifically from your play? This doesn't look like you out there. Yeah, consistency. Um, you know, they're a great defense, halves off of them first, but, you know, we didn't play and I didn't play nearly as well enough.
1: What has to happen? What's, what's, what's missing?
2: That's a great question. We have to get in and find out.
0: In the last series, the three and a half, the miscommunication with DJ on the deep ball.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a couple of miscommunications. Um, you know, something that can't happen. We got to get it ironed out. Obviously, uh, especially in a, in a moment like that. We had some earlier in the game.
0: Is that a little concerning that it's this late in the year and mm-hmm.
2: those come up? Say again. Is it a
0: little concerning that it's this late in the year and
2: does? It's come always up? concerning whenever, whenever it comes up. You don't want to have that. Um, you know, we just got to get it worked out. Hey, okay, what's the confidence level in
1: yourself right now?
2: Always confident in myself. It's an ultimate team game. We got to come together and figure this
0: thing out.
1: What do you feel like was
0: was missing, especially early, that you had had, had the last couple
2: weeks? Uh, as You know, some chunk plays to help us flip the field. Um, you know, we need to stay on the field, be better in third down, but chunk plays definitely helped there. Did you some have of the
0: throws you had, it mean, there was an overthrow, especially to Deontay. Is that a miscommunication on the route,
2: or was it something the Browns were doing defensively that was
0: really- Yeah, miscommunication on the route.
2: <laughs> The plan not to take very many deep shots. No, the plan was they play a lot of man-to-man. They didn't play a lot of man-to-man today, so they threw you know a lot of zone looks at us, different zone looks. Um, we were expecting them to come in and play man. Um, you know we got to adjust better.
0: Kenny, okay, I know you weren't getting a chunk of plays in the past game, but Jalen Warren was giving you some chunk of plays. I mean, what you, uh, you know, how much do you need one to, to, to get the ball to?
2: Yeah, we need to continue to get it to him, whether it's the pass game, the run game. Um, you know, the guy always makes plays, so it's awesome to have 30 in the backfield.
0: Their pass rush was obviously very good. But it seemed like it was an issue from the first snap. Do you feel like you guys maybe need to be doing something differently, or or just of the ball faster? What did you feel like?
2: They do that to just about everybody, man. We, you know, we we, we came in with a good plan. We thought it was a good plan. You know, you just got to execute. Um, I thought the RO line did a great job. You know, I was trying to get the ball out as quickly as I could. Um, we tried to keep them off balance with some draws and some screens. Um, you know, but they're a good front.
0: With the success you we were having with Jalen, you got to fall back with 142, but then three straight passes. Was there much thought to give him to try In
2: a two-minute situation like that, um, you know, obviously you want to throw it. Um, you know, there's always times if it's stoppage of clock, you could pop a draw, you could pop a run to start uh, to start back up, but in that moment, no.
0: Anyone else? What happened on the fourth down uh, keeper there where you lost your helmet?
2: Yeah, I got dirt. I think dirt kicked up my eye or something. Um, once they washed it out, I was good.
0: Yeah, hey, even on the right side of a lot of these finishes, you get to the point where you just expect it to happen.
2: Yeah, but you got to go do it. Like I always tell you guys, in, in those post you know post game conferences after we after we get the win and those two minute drills and those fourth quarters, um, guys have to come together and do it. And you know today we didn't, so we got to learn from it. Are the communications or miscommunications, was the environment a factor at all in that? Was that a challenge? It was a good environment. You know, we we, we were trying to run in out of huddle as fast as we can with the personnel and everything. Um, can always be better there.
0: It was terribly involved was was like having Pat out there, back out there with you guys. It was
2: good. It was good to have 88, have him in the huddle. Um, you know, a lot of times over the middle, it felt like he was getting doubled um, with a back or with safety, whatever they may be. But um, it was definitely good to have him back out there.
1: All right. Thank you. Thanks, you. Thanks, man. This is this is wild, man. Because the Pittsburgh Steelers, we got the Bengals next. And it's like, yo, we still got a chance to get it in Ohio, man. We still do. But I'm going to break that down as the days go along. But look, man, this, I'm going to just straight up do it right now, man. My top Steelers are my my best in the, I forgot what I said. I was going to officially name this thing. But (laughs) the best and the worst Steelers from week, whatever this was, versus the Browns, right? No honorable mentions, man. I'm gonna have three goods, three of the best, and three out of our, I mean, excuse me, two out of worst. So let's start at number three. Number three for the best Steelers of, you know, this game. Coming in number three, I'm gonna have to go with, Hmm. I'm gonna go with TJ Watt. TJ Watt, six tackles, one sack, two TFLs, and three quarterback hits. TJ Watt was being TJ Watt. Did he get outplayed by Miles Garrett? Uh Miles Garrett had one more sack. TJ had more tackles. So they both played good games. Now, coming at number two. Matter of fact, I'm going to have an honorable mention, but I'm going to say that after number two. Number two will have to go to Ellen Roberts. 15 tackles, two, 11 of them being solo, two TFLs. Um, just holding it down, man, all over the place, holding it down. Now, before I get into number one, my honorable mention will be Trenton Thompson. First game starting, six tackles, two pass deflections. You know. But coming in number one, number one, then that will have to go to Mr. Jalen Warren. Mr. He never takes his helmet off until the game over. Nine carries, 129 yards, 14.3 average, a touchdown. And basically giving us a shot back to life with the 74-yard touchdown run. Also bringing in three catches for 16 yards. And one of them was actually a 14-yarder. So he got a first down in the air as well. Jalen Warren, this was the Jalen Warren game. I thought Najee Harris was going to have his game. But I still think Najee, uh, his game is coming. I just feel like we have to play a certain defense that will allow him to exceed, succeed. Where the Browns have a defense where Jalen Warren can succeed. You know, a good D-line. A guy like Jalen Warren get hit the whole way before the D-line do. You know? But, yeah, this is Jalen Warren's game. I just wish that it resulted in a win because he definitely balled out. Who knows? Three more carries. Could have did it. You know, but it's all on the it's not all on him, man. It's not all on him. Now, for the worst Steelers of this game, number two. It's what have to go to. Whew. Number two will have to go to Matt Canada. Reason why I say Matt Canada is because when we really needed a good play, we didn't get it. You know, three straight passes or three straight plays for Deontay, as good as Deontay is, Three straight plays to him. You should have got fired off of that. Only reason why I'm mad about that is because we have other weapons you can have plays for. You know, like it, and a whole lot of other stuff. But number one goes to Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett, man. Kenny Pickett as a quarterback. Had a good game if he was a running back, yeah. and I wouldn't even say that it was fifteen because it, it would have been fifteen carries for one hundred and six yards, three point eight yards a carry, <laughs> no touchdowns, no picks. I'm gonna actually make a video, and I'm not gonna include this video. Matter of fact, I think I will. But anyway, I, 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 I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna have to take another little break, man. After that, man, but. <laughs> Let me just say this. Shout out to guys like Joey Porter Jr., who had a better second half than first half. Shout out to Alex Highsmith that even though he didn't get any quarterback hits or sacks or, you know, anything, he was still making some tackles. And I think he got you know getting hurt and ended up coming back. Cam Hayward, shout out to him, man. OG, got a tackle for loss. Um Keanu Benson, pretty solid. Patrick Peterson, continue to play a a a fair game, like a bear, better game. Like, you know, he's not getting smoked city. It's like he's finding his way or whatever. And you know, shout out, I got shout out to the shout out to the fans too, man. Cause it was sold out a hundred percent. You know, so you know Stiller fans was up in there. And Browns fans, you know, this is their Super Bowl. And as a matter of fact, I'm a, I'm I'm gonna have an honorable mention for the for the worst Stillers of this game. And that would be Presley Harvey. When we need you the most Presley, you cannot have any bad kicks. You really can't have any bad kicks, bad punts at all this year. You can't, bro. You can't. You can't. Like, the Steelers, man, this is capital bogus. Like, uh, man, as far as first downs, Steelers, only had twelve Browns had twenty. Yes, twenty. Ten of them was t- Russian t- excuse me, Russian first downs. So that's half of r- a <laughs> oh man. Third down, it was kind of similar. You know, three fourteen for the Steelers, four seventeen for the Browns. And this wasn't good, man. This wasn't good. We won the turnover battle again, but we lost the time possession battle again. I believe the Steelers got outgained again. If you, you think the Cleveland Browns only putting up 259 yards total offense, you thought the Steelers would at least beat them this game. No, nah, nope, nope. This 459, 49. Ooh, let me not give us more credit than we deserve here. Like the Steelers lost penalty in the penalty department 6-1. to one. Red zone, Steelers went and one Browns went 1-3. and They got in there three times, you know. Russian, the Steelers had 172. We kept them under 196. 96. But it's like our 172 didn't really mean too much outside of that one Jalen Warren run. Because we couldn't capitalize. Passing was terrible, man. Passing was terrible, man. And at the end of the day, the Steelers had more drives than the Browns. Granted, it was one, but... That one drive that the Steelers had last could've kept the Browns to only having eleven possessions. Well, total drive. You know, still has gotta still has gotta eat this one, man. Mike Tomlin in these press conferences, he's not gonna really go go hard on his team. I think he understands the date and time we're in where you can't like obliterate your players. On, in the media. Um, this is tough to see, man, because we know Mike Tomlin, he would have said something by now in the past. You know, he would have said something. But nowadays, it's like you really can't. You really can't. The players are different. The players are different, man. All I know is Najee Harris said it perfectly. I'm tired of this shit. Pharrell. Oh, yeah, he said that. He said that. He said that. We're going to take one more break. I'm going to let y'all hear what he said. And then when we come back, I got to ask y'all a question, man. A serious question.
0: There's just a lot of stuff that goes around. it's It's just... that you guys don't
2: see
0: I'm just at a point where I'm just like oh, I'm just tired but is it Intel, like record wise man uh, record wise I'm good you, know, you can look at the record and me can do two things you can look at the record and say ok we're still good right
1: now but can look at the record and be like if we keep playing this type of football how long is that shit going to last Right. I look at it like how long that shit gonna last?
0: You know, y'all can it like it's a good record, but I mean, it's the NFL. You know, it's winning like how we did is not going. It's not going to get us nowhere,
1: you know and I mean, so yes, we got a good record, but like, I have a question for y'all. Is it Kenny? or is it Canada who is the main source of this problem, right? Because these two years, these 20 starts that Kenny had, he is the worst quarterback as far as throwing touchdowns. The worst. Like it's it's, it's not even close to the next person in there. It's not even close. But is that Kenny or is that just the system he's in? Now, as much as I want to throw it on Kenny, we still have that example in the preseason, how they were moving the ball. With Matt Canada, you seen now with Big Ben, Mitch, Mason, and Kenny, the results are not different in the offense. It's not. It's not. We don't know if Big Ben really could have played two more years. We don't know. And we will never know if we didn't have Matt Canada as our offensive coordinator. The Fired Canada chance has been going strong for at least a season, if you add up all the games. At least a season. right? I'm on the train, but I understand they're not going to straight up fire this man. Like, right in the middle of the season. They're not going to do that. But... It's to me, like, I want to get mad at Kenny because I'm like, dude, have that effing mindset. Like, yo, I think this is going to work. And this is where I kind of blame Kenny because I feel like with a lot of things that are a result of miscommunication. Dude, you do you not know the playbook? Like, how well do you know the playbook? You should know where everyone's at. It should be to the point where you can anticipate where your receiver's going to be. At this point in the season, you should already be on that time. It seems like, y'all, is this no, is the language of the playbook, like crazy to understand, hard to understand? I don't know, bro, like, it's tough. I want to blame Kenny. I want to blame Matt Canada just for the struggles of this passing offense because you have Deontay Johnson and then you have like a player like Deontay Johnson really shouldn't go that long without a touchdown, man. We shouldn't have had to celebrate him just getting a touchdown last week. We shouldn't have, we shouldn't, that shouldn't have happened. You know, um, George Pickens, come on, man. That's a guy that should get 10 targets a game. Easy easy, 10 to 15, easy. But we don't put him in positions to win. Even when he's open, what 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 is Kenny doing? Dinking and dunking. And one thing that is different out of all the four quarterbacks in Matt Canada's system, Big Ben had that effort, I'm going to do what I want in them. You know, a lot of the plays that we were successful at with Big Ben, he drew it up. He drew it up in the dirt. So he went against the grain. Kenny doesn't have that say, or I guess the the cachet, to question that. And it's tough. It's tough, man, because I want – I feel like if Kenny had that in him, he might. It's just – this is, I guess he's a second-year player. He don't got it. But they gave you the keys. You got the C on you, you captain. You captain. So I think if you see something at the line that doesn't go with the script, change that thing up, man. Are you trying to win games or are you trying to prove a point? I don't know, man. But y'all let me know in the comments who y'all rather blame. Is it Kenny Pickett or is it Matt Canada? You know? But it's crazy. This is crazy, man. But Stillers, Stiller Nation, I'm going to go ahead, man, wrap this joint up. This is Stillers for 7 Podcast, episode 122. Ooh, ooh, man. It's crazy, man. How are we going to respond to that? How are we going to respond to that? See y'all on the next one, man. Be back on Wednesday, Thursday's Thanksgiving. Friday, they got Friday night football or whatever they doing. But I'm definitely going to have another episode out this week, either Wednesday or Wednesday and Friday. Just keep it going. Probably just be a little short. But I appreciate y'all for hanging out, man. Stills for 7, episode 122 is in the books. See y'all next time. It's a new season, baby. Still, this for seven podcast, You already know what it is, man. Gang, gang, you already know what it is, man. It's still the gang. It's a gang. It's the gang. You already know what it is, man. Steve for that Super Bowl. Still, it's for seven. Yeah, we about to go get it. Still a gang, we win it. Go down in the trenches. Yeah, we ain't tryna kick, like the kick, yeah, 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 kick it like Drake. We do it for the sixes. Then we can kick it. Yeah, this our division. The other three go missing. Come on, let's get it. Yeah, this our division. Super Bowl, let's win it. Still, it's for seven. Yeah, we about to go get it. Still a gang, we win it. Go down in the trenches. Yeah, we ain't tryna kick it like Drake. We do it for the sixes. Then we can kick it. Yeah, this our division. The other three go missing. Come on, let's get it. Yeah, this our division, Super Bowl, let's (laughs) win it